Now on the phone with me this morning is Ben City Manager Eric King. Eric, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here with us today. We had City Council meeting last night. Lots of topics on the deck. Yes, yes, we did. So let's talk uh, housing first. There were uh, things regarding uh, the new camping code. What took place with that? Yeah, so the the camping code is really uh, an effort to make uh, what we see a lot right now is a lot of uh, folks that are camping in the public rights-of-way or in public property. And although the city cannot outright ban camping uh, due to court decisions and and, uh, state law, uh, we can set what are called time, place, and manner restrictions. So we can, you know, really create more um, structure in terms of where people can camp, when they can camp, and how they can camp. And so we're going through a process right now with council to um, develop that code. Uh, so we had a, another work session last night where we talked about the how uh, or the manner uh, which camping can occur, things like uh, avoiding uh, any kind of destruction to public property, uh, excavation digging, um, connecting to electrical outlets. Uh, we also talked about the size of a, of a footprint for a camp and what that could be. Um, so just kind of stepping back, I mean, the, the overall uh, vision is to, to really not have people camping on the street, but street, I don't think anybody wants to see that happen. Um, but uh, case law and, and, and state law really say we need to have shelter beds available for folks that are experiencing homelessness. So we have been building our capacity for shelters, um, but you really have to do an individual assessment to those that are experiencing homelessness. And if there is not a, an available shelter bed, then camping does need to be permissible, but again, you can you can restrict how that occurs through these uh, through the, these regulations that we're developing right now. Um, so uh, we're we've got probably another work session to go, another council meeting. We'll have a draft code in September, and then we'll have uh, some opportunities for the public to to, to get more involved. Uh, we'll have some roundtable discussions with the public in, in late September, and probably adopt the code in October or November. It sounds like the camping code, the, the, the definition of, of camping can be anything from sleeping in your car to parking your RV to setting up a tent. Correct. Yeah, it's all those things. What kind of feedback have you been getting? Well, so we did a uh, an open house or a question and answer uh, session just earlier this week. Um, that was just to, to help. I think the public is maybe a little, you know, they, they don't know that uh, we are operating under federal case law and, and kind of the, the, the parameters by which we can set up these regulations. So that's really the focus is understanding the parameters. As I said, there'll be more opportunities once we have a draft code to really get more specific feedback on the code. But I would say, you know, I think a lot of folks are, um, you know, some of the comments we got on Monday were from advocates uh, for the homeless of saying, well, you know, you should be focused more on support services and building more capacity, not regulating uh, <coughs> public or camping in the rights of way. Um, we also got concerns about, you know, how, you know, can can you enforce, how can you, uh, a lot of the, the crimes that are, are occurring, they're very difficult. I think folks have a, an impression that we can go and arrest folks uh, when we have to see the crime in, in progress. And um, it's also, there's a lot of discretion involved in terms of how we can manage our resources and manage the um, uh, the, the situation, and so having the police chief there to, to 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 try to clarify that. But I mean, I think this is an issue that generates a lot of interest from the public on all sides. All right, from a strictly anecdotal point of view, it would appear to me that this is the ultimate NIMBY uh, subject because you've got some people who help the homeless who are completely on one side of the issue. Then you've got general Joe public that's going, no, not on my street. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I think that's a fair characterization, and I think a, a lot, like a lot of things, and unfortunately, you know, we 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 look at issues and we feel like we've got to have this side or that side, and the hope is that you know we can all come together and address this really challenging issue, and it's not a, an issue that's unique to Bend; it's happening all up and down the West Coast, and and it ultimately means more housing opportunities, and we need to. Um, but, but there's also other structural issues, strict issues with addiction and mental health, and issues with um, just being able to to find a job that can uh, that allows you to to afford to live in a community like Ben, which has high housing costs. So there's so many factors going on. The sing, the city can't single-handedly address this issue, but our one of our roles is to manage the public rights of way. Um, and create certainty for how land is used. And so we have regulations to do that. And that's that's what we're focused on with this specific topic. But I think it's important for folks to know that we we don't hold all the tools to be able to, to address this. I think the, the county with social services, um, nonprofit organizations, faith-based organizations, um, we all sort of have a part to play in addressing this. So how do you, as the city, work with advocates? Well, I think the, the good thing is we've... Um, we have established a collaborative office with the county. In fact, we're in the process of hiring an executive director um, to staff that office. It's, it's Deschutes County, as well as all the four cities in Deschutes County, all coming together. Uh, we've received some funding from the state to, to help us to, to help get us going. Uh, so we're, we're about to launch that. And, you know, we, all, we have uh, contracts in place right now with a couple of nonprofits. So the city is not a direct service provider for um, for housing or for other support services for people that are experiencing homelessness. So we right now we have a contract with Neighbor Impact for the Division Street Shelter, uh, Shepherd's House for our Second Street Shelter. And so that we provide some funding, and then that contract sets the parameters for how that facility operates. But again, we're not a direct service provider. Also last night, just at the very end of the notes, airport closure for preservation work. What is that? Well, so the, the airports, like our streets, you know, there's a lot of pavement out there, and from time to time it needs to be, uh, that pavement needs some attention. So there's some crack sealing, um, some uh, fresh layer of pavement in cer- certain areas. It's just, it's getting that routine maintenance. Um, so it'll be closed uh, September 7th uh, through the 10th for a three-day period, and then in another 30 days after that, there'll be another a few-day closure uh, to be able to, to do the work safely. Um, so that's yeah, that's coming up, but it's just part of our routine maintenance that we need to do at the airport. Okay. And then uh, also in the notes today, I see a lot of uh, Humane Society of Central Oregon, Embers Animal Sanctuary, puppy mill cruelty. What was going on last night regarding animals? Yeah, so we heard uh, from community members a few months ago about um, the, the need to protect animals that might be uh, sold at pet stores that are um, you know, to really, really kind of exacerbating puppy mills or bunnies, kittens, and rabbits is kind of the, the focus of pre- uh, preventing uh, those animals from being sold at pet stores. Uh, so the council was agreeable to putting an ordinance in place. That's sort of how we create laws at the local level uh, to prevent that from happening. Um, the good news is it doesn't occur currently, so this is more of a preemptive measure that just um, – Makes it makes it so that we don't move in that direction. Uh, you're seeing a lot of other cities and states uh, do this. This is not something that's unique. I think we're the first city in Oregon, but many states across the country and cities have, have moved in, in this direction. And maybe eventually this will. One of those things where you get some grassroots um, change at the local level that then spurs uh, state or national level. Should people uh, who raise 
puppies, you know, in their homes and, and on their farms uh, for sale, should they be concerned? No, no. This is this is just for uh, those uh, those pet stores um, that are that are selling to the public. So it's uh, it's really targeted. Um, you can go into BendOregon.gov and see a copy of the the laws if you're concerned. But no, this is really aimed at those that uh, that are that are selling at, at pet stores. So what's uh, at the top of your list for the next thirty days? Looking down the road here. Well, I think you know, kind of launching this collaborative office and getting the the person um, hired. This will be a county employee, but we're definitely involved in that process. So that's that's something that we'll be focused on. Uh, of course, wildfire is continuing to watch what what happens and ensuring that we're prepared in case of uh, wildfire. And uh, you know, there's a lot of projects going on right now. A lot of construction projects. Uh, so our Wilson corridor is underway. Newport corridor. Um, really trying to get those uh, well on their way before the end of the construction season. All right. Eric King, City Manager, City of Bend. Eric, great to talk to you today. Great. Thank you so much. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Good morning.